Welcome to the Get Inspired with GERD show, brought to you by GERD's Hundle. Join us each week to be inspired, informed and uplifted with some of the most inspirational and motivational guests from around the world. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay inspired. Hello and welcome to Get Inspired with GERDS. I'm your host and today I have an absolute inspirational guest with me who has proven that it's so easy to heal ourselves naturally if we're willing to try. He's amazing at what he does and the moment we talked actually via email, um, it was really interesting because I felt this energy and this surge that I'd known him for a very long time and I can see with him his story how how transformational this person truly is. Now, Michael Tamiz is helping people to live a happier, healthier, and balanced lifestyle. He is a coach, a Reiki and Kahuna energy healing practitioner, and he personally transformed his own life around after being severely obese, had sleep apnea, and high blood pressure. He believes that anything is possible if you're willing to try. Michael, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on my radio show, and thank you for joining me. Likewise, Gertz. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Oh, thank you, Michael. It was amazing that you sent me an email and you connected with me and told told me about your story. And it was just absolutely just my mind was just like, oh, my God, this guy is like the exact version of me. Just a, sex, <laughs> a guy. <laughs> and I just want you to kind of share, like, what was your life like before you turned it all around? Yeah, this. Uh, wow. I have to rewind uh, 15 years 15, 16 years back to 97, I was in high school. I mean, I was always an active kid. I played sports in high school and I was always, you know, kind of a natural. I didn't, you know, take any medications or anything. And I was, uh, um, I was on the baseball team and I played, uh, I was like a superstar. And then I met this girl and long story short is we, she had a child and, you know, we raised the child together for like a year and a half. And I come to f- find out that she was cheating on me the whole time we were together and the child wasn't mine. No. So, yeah, that was um, that was really tough to deal with. I was 19 years old at the time. So I just it was I was depressed. I, I just started eating like crap and just eating junk food all the time. And I, I, I put on I put on almost 100 pounds, like 70, 80 pounds in about a year, a little over a year. And it it was, yeah, it was really tough for me. And I developed some health problems because of being overweight, that much overweight. And the doctor diagnosed me with high blood pressure. And also I went for a sleep study and I had sleep, severe sleep apnea. Wow. And yeah, it was, um, it was scary for me. I got, you know, I, I lived my life this way for like two, two years or so. And I just, I had a wake up call one day and it was when I was driving and I fell asleep driving and I got into an accident and that's, that was scary for me because, you know, I didn't know what was going on. I was only 19 at the time. So, you know, I decided, okay, I got to do something because this is, you know, I don't know where I'm going to end up with my health. So mm. I made a new year's resolution and I stuck with it. Mm. I started, you know, working out. I started learning about nutrition, learning everything I possibly could because I didn't want to live that way anymore. Mm. I didn't want to have, I didn't want to be obese and I didn't want to be on medication or sleep with a breathing machine for the rest of my life. Or I didn't want to end up having a stroke or heart attack at 40 years old, you know, because that's where I was heading. Wow. So 
I stuck with the workout and by the end of that year that I made the resolution, I had lost 70 pounds and I went back to the doctor. My, my blood pressure was normal. My sleep, sleep apnea was gone and I felt amazing. I looked like a brand new person. It was like, wow. I mean, I look at before pictures and I don't even recognize myself. It's, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> you know what? Actually, when I was on your website um, the other week and I looked at your photos and I was like, wow. And it was just like, I just felt like giving you a high five. <laughs> it's like a high five in the computer. Yeah, like, right through the, through the microphone. Yeah, because you look so different. And it just shows how powerful it is that you, like, if you're willing to give yourself that chance, you can shape and shape and turn things, everything around, actually. Yeah, definitely. And it's really interesting having experienced being that much overweight. I mean, total in total, I lost about 105 pounds wow. in the course of all the years of my learning and growing and evolving and becoming a health coach. And I, I really understand how now that weight really ages your body. Not only your, like I physically looked older in my face, but my body felt older mm. at 20 years old. Wait, um, <clears throat> I looked older than I do now at 35 because I was 105 <laughs> pounds heavier and it's just, it's so bizarre. And, and it really, it really gets you present to how being overweight can affect your health in so many ways. Mm. What I've noticed as well, Michael, is that it's also like, if you're not eating healthily, if you're drinking a lot, if you're not kind of looking after yourself, you tend to look a lot more older than you actually are. Yeah, for sure. I definitely can identify with that one. <laughs> well, I used, I used to be able to, not anymore. <laughs> Because, yeah, when I used to drink a lot back in the day, um, I haven't had alcohol for about nearly four years now. And I looked older when I was working in the city than I do now. And I find that a lot of people that have transformed their lives around, they look more younger now and they look more free than they've ever been before. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it interesting to see that? Mm -hmm. So, what did you do next? So, you, you, you lost the weight, you sorted out your sleeping problem. What, what happened after so I lost, like I said, I initially lost 70 pounds and I had kept that off for, for like seven or eight years. And I had, um, I had experienced another relationship. Uh, I was actually married for almost five years and then I got divorced. It didn't work out. There were a lot of differences, mostly spiritual and, um, like just, just the way we lived our life. I mean, we, we, we got along very well with, um, with the organic green living lifestyle, but everything else after that wasn't really aligned. So that marriage didn't work. So, and I had a couple of other dysfunctional relationships after that as well. And I couldn't understand why I was having all these issues with, with my love life. And I didn't realize that it was because I was holding on to all this emotional and mental baggage from that from that uh, traumatic situation, that traumatic experience when I was 17, 18 years old. No. You know, the girl cheating on me and me raising a child for a year and a half and, and not being mine. I, I had to dig really deep mm -hmm. to discover that I was mad. I was angry. I was frustrated. I was pissed off at women for that experience, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and, you know, it's like, okay, well, it's not a collective. It's not all women's fault. You know, <laughs> it, yeah. I just, I didn't realize that. And I didn't understand that. And that was actually causing me to hold on to an extra uh, additional 35 pounds. And wow. I held on to it for almost for about 10 years. Mm. 
and I couldn't manifest a healthy relationship because of it as well. So I, that's interesting. The, the timing of everything, the synchronicity is I met, I met um, this woman and this girl in 19 and I'm sorry, in 2011 and we immediately fell in love and she's my wife now fast forward five years and she's the best thing that ever happened in my life because she, she was into a lot of personal development, self-help, uh, transformational work and courses. And she got me heavily involved in them. And it really got me to see how I was holding on to all this stuff from the past. And it was actually preventing me from having the body I wanted, having the relationship I wanted, having the career path that I wanted. I mean, everything started lining into place once I started working my, on my mental, emotional and spiritual imbalances. It's, it's so powerful when you look at it in that aspect of that part of ourself and how much it influences how we look, how we feel, how we eat, the foods that we eat, the, the, the addictions that we have, you know, the, the old outdated negative conversations we have going on about ourselves, all those things prevent us from being the greatest version of ourself. It's so incredibly powerful. Mm, absolutely. It's, when you were saying that, I, I related on so many things that you were saying, like even for myself, I had a really bad relationship when I was at university, so in my master's at 22 years old. And what I hadn't realised was that when I was younger, an extended family member had put me down. They used to say to me, well, what they actually used to do was put their hand next to my temple and say, you are nothing. And what had happened is that I didn't realise that that inner child had kept that on for so long that that was damaging all every relationship that I was having. Wow. And yeah, it was only until when I hit 25 that I realized that, oh my God, I've personally been creating and manifesting this without even realizing. And I guess mm. they say it's so powerful that, and it's so important for parents as well to under, to kind of understand that what you teach your young you know, kids from zero to 13 is what they become. However, in their teens and when they're in their late, tw like coming towards their twenties, that's kind of our most vulnerable time where we're trying to figure out ourselves as well. And we need to be very loving and respectful to ourselves because if we don't mm -hmm. we end up taking that baggage right till the end <laughs> that's so true I, and I just recently I was on an interview with this um on this show and she mm. she was telling me that we don't really fully mature mentally emotionally until we're about 25 26 years old okay. and that makes so much sense because you know all the all the jackass things that that we tend to do when we're in our <laughs> in our in our late teens and early twenties, we think we know the world. We have everything figured out. We're invincible. Nothing's yeah. going to, nothing can affect us. Right. Mm. But then once we get in, once we get closer to our thirties, we look back and, and it's like, Oh, wow. <laughs> I can't believe, <laughs> wow. That's, that's interesting. The concept that I have. And now that I'm really reaching my, cause I think like in the thirties, you really start getting like, you're getting things straight. Right. And then mm. from what I hear in the forties, that's when you really, you got the plan, you know, you got, you got it figured out and kind of, it's just interesting how we think that when, when the time that we're living that time, we know everything, but it's like, it's pretty cool that we can let ourselves, like you said, just let yourself experience all the stuff that you need to and just let yourself, let it be, you know, just, it's so, it's so interesting. I, I like that you said that. It's very true. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I just feel like, you know, I know that there's a lot of parents out there that the one they want to save their children. However, I think it's important to help as much as you can. But we can only make those changes when we're ready. 
definitely. Because if you try yeah. to force it, it's not going to happen, and it's you're going to end up having like a knockoff effect, and they're going to rebel even more. And it's yeah, just, <laughs> we've all done it, haven't we, Michael? Yeah, oh my god, <laughs> for sure. But you know what? It's interesting that if you look at it in this context, if if you plant the tree and you you make sure that it's straight when it's growing as a you know as a seedling and as it's sprouting. It's going to, no matter if it starts going crooked a little bit, it's always going to come back straight because, mm. you know, it has a foundation. And, you know, as long as that's there, then, you know, that's that's the most important part is parents, the parents uh, planting a solid and straight foundation because it'll always come back to that. No matter how much it sways or how much it goes off, it'll always come back. Mm, I, I'm, I'm actually a, a perfect example of that because of the things that I did when I was in my teens. <laughs> and how you know where I'm at now and it's like yeah I can identify with that it's pretty powerful mm, absolutely and I think as well that you kind of see a lot of people out there that kind of have this midlife crisis and I honestly believe it's because when we're young we're too busy told to go get a good job get a good education but then what happens is it takes us away and it kind of sidetracks us away from what our purpose is and what we, who we truly are. So then it's almost like, it's not really a midlife crisis. It's kind of a realization to take you, to kind of bring you to who the person you're supposed to be. And yeah. Like, a, yeah, I totally get it. Like a calling, like, Hey, this is your, this is your soul's purpose here. Not your, your ego trying to tell you what you should do. Yeah. And I guess it kind of what happened with both of us, it's kind of similar thing that we both, had to go through those journeys and situations to come out and realize actually we're here to help people we're here to help people to change their lives around and better themselves and be true to themselves yeah that's exactly you know it's it's such a it's such an inspiration to to have this rapport and to have this connectedness with you because oh. of how similar your story is to mine mm. and how we can re- how people can relate to us and how that can manifest transformation in in our community mm. in our country in our world in our society it's so beautiful oh so my dear <laughs> oh like trying to make me cry here <laughs> <laughs> bless you um so my dear you know you're now a health coach you're a reiki and kahuna energy healing practitioner so how are you helping people to change their lives around i'm actually it very much my approach revolves around getting to the underlying non-physical causes of physical health problems Hmm. so for example if someone is struggling with their weight or has food addictions or has um some like you know inflammation or something that they experience physically I work with my clients and my book, Transformative Nutrition, is designed to get to the root cause, the underlying cause of that, non-physical. So the thoughts, the emotions, the spiritual connectedness, where where the imbalances are in those areas tend to point to what the, the reason for being overweight or having food addictions or, you know, being depressed or having asthma or, um, or uh, allergies. A lot of the times it's, it's very connected and, you know, I, it, it was definitely true for myself and a lot of my clients say the same thing. And one of the most powerful um, ways to have people get in touch with the underlying causes of their, pro- of their physical health issues is to, is to really tone, uh, tune in and listen to their bodies. Mm. This is a very powerful because we're, we're, uh, we have this idea in our, in our approach to medicine these days where we need to 
send send up doctors need to send patients for referrals for every other thing and you know that's not a that's not a sustainable solution to our health problem health problems we have because what it's what that's doing is is it's looking at our body in parts and we're not designed that way we're designed as a holistic being of mm. interconnected parts and it needs to be addressed that way not you know go to a doctor for your arm go to your doctor for your leg go to your doctor for <laughs> for this organ go to your doctor for the skin go to your doctor for this it's like it it's it's that disconnect that is that has caused the problems that we face in you know society even i mean you look at the this disconnectedness and it's because we've gone away from the natural world i mean we're born as an interconnected being and it's how we need to approach our health mm. and that's that's the approach i like to take because it looks at the person as a whole and looks at sees that sees what's going on with your what's going on with you today what's What's working in your life? You know, are you happy at your job? Do you have a sustaining, uh, um, a healthy relationship? Do you have, um, are you happy with your educational level? Are you joyful? Do you experience, you know, a, a, a pleasing um, social life? You know, these are the kinds of questions that I ask my clients in, in my book and in my health coaching sessions because it really has people, really has people examine their life and it gets them present to see where their imbalances are coming from that are causing their, you know, their physical issues. Wow. Wow. I love that. <laughs> That's Thanks. amazing. Wow. Gosh. Yeah. I've, again, as you were, you were talking, I, I related to a lot again, like I remember, and it's so true what you're saying, because I remember when I had my car accident at 21 years old, this is just kind of the character I am, me being me. I was just like, everything's fine. Three months later, I couldn't tell mm. you what I had for breakfast, how many hours sleep I was, uh, sorry, had, and who I was as well. It was, it was the most bizarre experience I had. And I went to the doctors, but I didn't say that I had a car accident. And now this doctor basically read 10 questions off a computer and said to me, you're depressed. And I just remember laughing at the guy and saying, nope, I'm not depressed. <laughs> it's like, you can have, here's a prescription for antidepressants, or B, you can go see a psychologist. I ripped up the prescription in his face. <laughs> Mm. and walked out and bless my mom and I, I do I, I'm so happy and I'm so glad that she, my mum did this she made me go back again but I went to go see another doctor um so I had an, an, another emergency appointment and this time I said to this doctor that um I had a car accident three months beforehand what should I do and she just told me bless us all take three months off and recuperate find out what's happened and just be free and just take time out and that's what I did and here I am today. Like if I didn't do that, God forbid what would have happened. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because that's, wow, that's interesting that it, you know, it took another doctor's opinion to get to that conclusion and actually <laughs> understanding the situation. And that's, what's missing in our, in our approach to modern medicine is that mm -hmm. doctors aren't spending the time with the patients. You know, they're, they're just pulling out the prescription pad and it's like, we're customers, you know, it's like, we're human beings. We need to be listened to. We need, we need to have a conversation, a powerful conversation to really understand what the person is going through in their life. And, you know, the, the 20 second, 30 second interaction isn't enough time for a doctor to, to fully diagnose someone inside out, not just physically, but, you know, mentally, emotionally. Yeah. It's just, that's why, you know, health coaches and um, people in the holistic health field, doing similar to what I'm doing is the approach that we need to take our medical system in because it looks at the person and every aspect of their whole life, not just what they're physically feeling like, you know? Mm, absolutely agree with you. Cause um, 
every year I teach young people how to produce films. It's just, it's kind of my way of giving back and inspiring them. And what, That's awesome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and what I find is, is that a lot of them, oh God, started about three years ago. I remember when I first saw one young person who was on antidepressants, then another person, then another one. And they're, they're aged between 15 to 17 years old. And I asked them what the reason was. And a lot of it was to do with trauma when they were growing up, but they've just been given antidepressants to deal with it. And now I'm not recommending guys out there that you should just, if you're on medicines at the moment, to quit them because you shouldn't do that overnight. Um, right. You should talk to your doctor and then to create a balance. However, they never look from within. Like the best way you can heal yourself and the best way I healed myself, and I'm guessing it's kind of the same with self, Michael, was looking from within, understanding why it happened. And for me personally, it was writing my whole life story out to figure out why these things kept happening over again. Once I did that, the depression, the anxiety went. Isn't it, isn't it fascinating when you really get in tune with your body and heal it like that? Because mm. like you said, doctors are amazing for diagnosing the physical problems that we have. Mm. And, and medication is, is, is a great temporary fix, but it's not sustainable because medications are not designed to heal the problem. They're only designed to cover the symptoms. So we don't experience the symptom but they don't cure us. They don't cure us of the, the initial cause. Mm. That's where, that's where, you know, the, the holistic approach comes into effect because the, the medication combined with the health coaching can get the person to regain their health naturally from the inside out, which will then lessen their need for the medication and possibly even not even, you know, them not needing it anymore mm. altogether because they, they heal themselves root cause and all. Absolutely. Like guys, Again, I'm not suggesting this, but, you know, it is so easy that if you've got a headache, it's, number one, you're probably, A, dehydrated, or B, you're tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you don't need to take a medicine for it. You maybe just need to take some time out from the desk that you're working at, or just go for some fresh air. But a lot of us, we we see medicines as our first port of call. Now, it's great for, like, if, you know, you're having a, an operation and you have to have anaesthetic, because, obviously, we're not going to say no <laughs> to that. Right, right. Um, but... For things like headaches or aches and pains, like you can clear that round. Like I've not taken any medicines for aches or pains, Michael, for three and a half years. And I've had no headaches since because like we were just saying, we you listen and to your body and what it's saying and you connect with it and kind of have a little almost conversation with yourself like, hey, what's the matter? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's the single most powerful thing that anyone can do to, to transform almost every health issue that they have. And it, it's very powerful and it works so so good and and i mean i just i can't explain i can't describe how much it has helped me realize what foods work for my body what foods don't how emotions interact with with how i eat like it, like when you just look at for example anger mm. versus joy anger can anger and like depression it's it's a very slow and heavy energy so it's going to slow your digestion and assimilation of food when you're joyful and happy, it's going to, it's going to make your digestion. It's going to make it faster. It's going to make it more efficient. And these are the kind of non-physical aspects of ourself that, that I'm referring to when I say holistic approach, because our emotions are so, so intimately connected to how we process the food and how we, why we eat the way we eat. And, and it's the choices that we make even it's so, so powerful. So true. God, giving me lots of epiphanies on the show today. 
yeah, because again, like a situation with my left arm in Canada and when I was working out there for C3 National News, my left arm collapsed because of all the anger and the worry and the tension that had built up from within that I wasn't expressing out attacked my body. And it was my body of saying that you're giving more than you're receiving and you need to have more self-love and like you said, more joy. Our bodies are quite, like our bodies are smart, right? You know that, Michael. Like Oh, definitely. It's going to pick up the energies and it's going to internalize. Like I look at kind of like the older generation. I wonder why a lot of them have anger. And the reason is because they're angry at somebody for so many years that every time they see them, they get more angry and it just builds mm-hmm. up. And then they yeah. wonder why they're having heart attacks and other things because they're not letting go. They're not setting themselves free. They don't realize that the other person's already moved on, but they're just living in that moment and thinking why or why or why me Mm -hmm. yeah it's just like kind of like you were saying how we receive things you ever stand next to a radio and it's all static and then you put your arm up or you move a certain way and then it comes in there it comes in perfectly clear Mm, that is just we are we are a giant antenna for energy and this antenna is the same antenna that that is ours that our our spiritual connectedness, our essence to the universe. This is how we receive Reiki practitioners, for example. This is how we receive the energy that comes in through our crown and out through our hands. It is through this this vessel of of receiving. We you know we are a giant antenna. We we channel this energy in, and then we put it out. Same thing with thoughts. You know we receive these thoughts. From the air, you know, we just, just thoughts, thousands of thousands of thoughts all the time. And then they're processed and then we feel these thoughts and that's the emotions. And then we create actions out of those thoughts and emotions. And it's so crazy how it's all connected and how you, when you look at it that way, you can, you can change the direction of your antenna if you're not receiving positive thoughts and positive emotions and direct it towards a more you know, um, intention, intend for it to be more positive and your life will be more positive and you'll have more positive results in the goals you're trying to achieve. Absolutely. You attract the right energy as well and the right people into your life because once you're at that energy and that frequency, your frequency completely changes. Definitely. Yeah, that's so true. And a lot, and one of the things with what you were saying about holding on to anger and resentment and guilt and judgment, mm. one of the things that I found that was very powerful that I personally did. And I, and that a lot of my clients find success with is creating a journal and writing down and just dumping your mind. It's just right, right, right. And no matter, it could be filled with curse words. It can be filled with anger, hatred. This is, this is good. This is, this is healthy because it, it, it's better to be on paper and be like horribly sounding than to be stuck in your mind or stuck in your emotions or in your auric field somewhere, because this is only going to create disease and illness in your body. If you hold on to it in that energy field, putting it down on paper is incredibly healing. And then you can throw it away. You can burn it. You can, you can write a letter to someone asking for forgiveness or saying that you forgive them. It's incredibly healing. And I highly recommend that everyone looks at an area in their life that they struggle with physically and, and really or, or possibly a relationship or something with, you know, an issue with somebody that's been going on for years and seeing where you can start writing down these things or writing a letter and just try it. It's, it's very, it's very powerful and incredibly healing. Wow. I feel like you're my lost long brother. <laughs> and the reason I'm saying that <laughs> well, is... <laughs> you know, what's interesting is that you are a Libra, correct? I am. Yes. Yeah. So am I. So that's, ah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. 
<laughs> Definitely. I saw on your website you uh, share the same birthday with John Lennon, and I was like, oh, Libra. No wonder why <laughs> I understand her on a, on, a, on a different level. Oh, I love it. Yes. And you understand the whole thing about balance and if we're not mm-hmm. balanced. Yeah, that is – wow. Just what you said is so true because that's what set me free as well was that – Every single day I write in my diary. And like you said, like even if it's just five words, I do that. Even if it's just three pages, I do that. It depends how I'm feeling that day. And I, I release it all. And then I always say what I'm thankful for at the end. Um, and I also have like a gratitude diary where I write five things that I'm grateful for at night. And then so I wake up feeling refreshed and everything that's happened in the day just kind of disappears for the morning. That's that's so powerful. And I... And I encourage my clients and the readers of my book to do the same thing because when you don't when you don't acknowledge what you're grateful for and what the gifts that you have now then how can you expect to receive more of what you want you know what i mean you, it, it, because a lot of the time we tend to focus on oh my job sucks oh i don't make enough money i'm not tall enough i'm not i'm fat i'm ugly i'm stupid you know when we focus on these things how can you create a better job how can you create a, a good relationship how can you create more financial stability if you don't already appreciate what you have now you know yeah it's it's so powerful like I remember when I was working in the city and I went away from the journalism world and worked as a publisher for a financial company and I made a hell of a lot of money Michael and I was one of those people that bought so many expensive products so many expensive handbags and when I went on my journey of self-transformation I gave everything away. I gave it to charity because I wasn't grateful for what I had. I wasn't grateful Mm. for those things. So I had to kind of eliminate all that to make space for things that I was grateful for because we can have all the things in the world, but if we're not grateful for them, we'll never be happy no matter how much money we have. That is so spot on. You know, it's like when you, when you're coming from a space of gratitude, Mm. you can create more abundance, more abundance than you would ever be able to create if you never have that, that gratitude. And it's, I, I can't explain how many times that I've experienced personally that worked for myself as well. When you, when you start with that gratefulness, so much stuff you can manifest. Yeah. It, it's so powerful guys. It's, it's, do try it out. Even if it's just writing on a random piece of paper or you just buy like Anything, a small yeah. journal. Yeah. Just release it because Writing pa- it's, it's so powerful writing pen to paper. It, it's kind of like when you're in school, when you're releasing your thoughts or your creativity. It's, it's, exactly. it's clearing the clutter and making space for like new energy to come through. Exactly. It's this very similar concept. And, and it's interesting that when we're, in, when we're children and we're in school, we have this in, we, we're, in, we're uninhibited. We don't have all the programming and all the stuff downloaded from our previous generations that we that we grew up with all the stuff that we're told that were passed, you know, from our parents and from their parents and from their parents and generations we're pure. So, you know, we're able to let everything flow and we're able to get all the garbage out because that's, you know, you look at children and they're just like giant balls of love, just like, just like animals. And we need to come back to that to be able to heal ourselves and heal the planet and, and reconnect people from all over the country, all over the, all over the world and, you know, that's how we can heal everything, you know, not only our health, but the health of the planet and the health of the, you know, the society that we live in. It's so, it's so powerful. Absolutely. And especially, you know, there's a lot of hate out there. There's a lot of anger. There's a lot of competition. But when you look, like you've just said, when you look at a child, a child is so innocent. It's full of love. All it wants is love and to give love out. And like, 
I remember there was a video I watched a few a few months back. I've forgotten his. Oh, I think it was Prince EA or something on YouTube, and he's talking about nobody's nobody's born a racist, and it's so true when you think about <laughs> oh it. Oh my god, that is so so true. Exactly, you're not born a racist. You're not born with hate. You're not born being a homophobe. You're not. You know, you're born with just like people are people. I don't care what skin color you are, what religion you believe in. You're just I love you, and that's just all there is to it. You know, it's just come back to that. Yeah, and it's and it just shows how powerful we we listen to the outer world and we build up all this anger, but then our body is telling us our body's So obviously our bodies are smart because it's designed that way, but we ignore our intuition and we're too busy listening to the outer world. And then we create this whole imbalance and then we become unbalanced. And then we wonder why our lives become that way because we created it. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely a self-made self-made creation, you know? Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, so my dear, um, can you tell us about your book? Yeah, my book, um, I wrote it um, based on my whole 15-year transformational journey that I was briefly talking about earlier of losing 105 pounds, reversing sleep apnea, uh, lowering my blood pressure, uh, reversing gum disease. And it's incredibly informative as far as like it has all, all 15 years of research, 15 years of trial and error. It takes away a lot of the of the grunt work that you know I went through mm-hmm. to uncover a lot of the things that I uncovered, and I present the information in a, a neutral way for people to start questioning their actions and start questioning the food they eat and start questioning the, their own body and their own actions and their self mm-hmm. to come you know to discover the answers you know the whole concept that I was talking about earlier listening to your body mm-hmm. it's designed powerfully to get people present to the things in their life that are hindering them from reaching not only their health goals, but their goals in other areas of their life. Like I said, you know, career, um, financial relationship, it's, it's designed to look at you in a holistic way and look at every area, not just your, not just to lose weight. Hmm. And, you know, it's geared towards losing weight, but it's more geared towards the underlying mental, emotional causes of being overweight or having a food addiction in the first place. The title of the book is Transformative Nutrition, The Ultimate Guide to Healthy and Balanced Living. And it's readily available on my website, which is um, yeah. my, well, the easiest website to go to is michaeltamez.com. That's michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-T-A-M-E-Z.com. Amazing. Um, my dear, we are coming towards the end of the show. It's gone so quickly. <laughs> Wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> 30 minutes goes so fast. Yeah. Um, so, Madi, could you, could you give us maybe five top tips for someone who may be struggling to, um, yeah, struggling to kind of release the obesity and they don't know what to do? What's... Yeah, definitely. My, my most powerful suggestion would be to start with small realistic goals. Hmm. Because for my, for my example, um, speaking for my example, if I said I wanted to lose 105 pounds and reverse sleep apnea, when I first started my health journey, I would have become so, so overwhelmed and I would have just thrown in the towel and said, screw this, I quit. I, I, this is too much. And, you know, that's what a lot of us, that's a lot of what a lot of people do when they start diets or when they start a, a workout plan or an eating plan, they give up or they fail because they expect too much out of themselves to begin with. Mm. Start with saying, I want to lose five pounds this month. And then go with that, you know, and then the next month could be, I want to stop drinking soda. And then the next month could be, I want to lose another five pounds. So taking it in steps can really get your journey 
you know, planned out for you. So you're not overwhelmed. That's one of the biggest things that I recommend. Wow. Uh, another big thing that I recommend would be to just listen to your body with, especially with the water intake, like we were talking earlier, yeah. because water can, water alone can be a cure for many things. Like you were saying, headaches, it can help with depression. It can help with inflammation, it can help with uh, uh, removing toxins from the body and have you feel more clear headed, can help with digestion, elimination, all these, so many things it can help with. Just kind of listen to your body. And, it, you know, one of the, one of the gauges to see if you're consuming enough water is the color of your pee. If it's, if it's like really, no, this is really, this is really, this is one of the most accurate ways without yeah. having to go, you know, um, get tested and stuff. If your pee is really dark yellow, almost orange, you're very dehydrated. If it's clear, it's too much water. So you want to be kind of in the middle, kind of a pale yellow. That's a healthy pee. And that's going to give you a good gauge as to whether you're getting enough water or not. And adjust it according to that. I mean, that's one of the ways that I do it. And it's, it's pretty accurate. I have to say. <laughs> I have heard of that before actually but it's always made me wonder like they say that if it's clear like you've got too much water is there is it bad to right. have too much water in the well body? it's just annoying to have to constantly go to the bathroom I mean you know, <laughs> that's the thing with too much water I mean you know you don't want you don't want to have that you know because then that's going to start disrupting your sleep if you have to wake up every two hours of pee that's mm. then you're not going to get quality sleep which is actually my third suggestion is make sure you're getting quality enough quality sleep and, you know, your body will let you know if you're doing that, if you're getting enough, because if you're, if you're feeling lethargic and tired, you know, in the afternoon or at the end of the day, or you, you need coffee to keep you going or sugar, then you're probably not getting enough sleep or you're not getting enough quality, uh, complex carbs to keep you, keep your energy level sustained throughout the day. So that's another thing to look at, you know, when you're, when you're looking at your body as a whole, are you getting enough sleep? Is it quality sleep? Are you getting all the distractions out of your bedroom, like having no cell phones and no, no modem on, no Wi-Fi on, because that disrupts our sleeping patterns too. Mm, I agree with you on the sleeping thing, because there's a lot of people out there and there may be some entrepreneurs listening at, at this moment in time that, you know, they say you shouldn't sleep, you know, you should work, 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 work until you succeed, but you're going to damage yourself later on. And I guarantee you the guys that hardly sleep for several years, it will come back later down their life to affect them. It's so, so important to have enough sleep. Like with my car accident, the reason why I got so messed up was because my mind wasn't shutting down. I was sleeping three mm. hours a night. So it manifested up to three months to the point and I kind of lost my mind. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. That sleep is so healing. It really is. Another, um, I'd say the fourth, the fourth thing that I would recommend is, is start getting some daily physical activity, even if it's walking around your neighborhood for 30 minutes after dinner, that's, that's enough subtle movement to, for, to, to a lose weight, B keep your lymphatic fluids flowing and C to keep your body active. And, and it, it helps with, with healthy aging as well. And it's, it's very, it's very important to, to get some kind of movement. If you can't get to the gym or go for a jog, walking is, just as good and it, you can you know lose calories doing it and, and trim your waistline too it's 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 incredibly effective wow and there was one more tip i think yes one more tip would be to definitely find something whether you know regardless of your spiritual beliefs mm -hmm. find something that grounds you and gets you present to how amazing you are right now in this moment in your life if it's meditation if it's prayer if it's walking through a forest if it's talking to trees if it's talking to god Whatever it is, maybe reading your holy book, whatever it may be, 
find it and do more of it because this is one of the areas of the holistic approach that's missing in our modern day society because we're go, 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 got to get done, got to be productive, got to go to work, got to come <laughs> home, got to gotta wash the dishes, got to gotta go shopping, gotta, you know, got to do the laundry. But we need to rewind and unwind and take the time back in our hands and say, all right, I need time for me. Mm-hmm. I need time to connect with God. I need time to connect with nature or my holy book or with science even if you don't believe in any of it. Whatever it is, whatever, something higher than yourself, connect to it because it can really still your mind and get all the garbage out from the day and have you unwind and relax. You know, it's, that's definitely one of the, one of the, one of the important things with having a a holistic and a healthy and balanced approach to life. Wow. I love those five top tips, Michael. They were amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure to share them because I mean, they're, they're simple and they're, you know, they're not like. Some people give tips and they're like, um, wow, that's incredibly complicated. And I try to make it simple for people because it's we need to simplify our health and our approach to healthy living because a lot of things are just – a lot of the approaches these days are like so over the over our head. And it's like, well, we need to come back to reality and get more realistic with our body and life, you know? Absolutely. I think even just simplifying everything in our life makes life easier. Like I think oh, – I always have to say that life is so simple, but we complicate it. That is so true. We definitely complicate it every every area too, and it's like, <laughs> why? It's not necessary, you know. Yeah, and you just look at people like, who live in the Amazon rainforest. Why are they so like? Why are they so happy? Because they just live so simple, and they 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 don't think and overthink everything about their lives. They just like kind of be present and live in that moment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's definitely true. Yeah. So, my dear, um, unfortunately, it's the end of the show. Um, but thank you so much for sharing your knowledge, seriously, because wow, I feel like I've known you from like another lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> I know I kind of, kind of have that rapport and that, that connectedness and it's like, wow, it's really awesome what, you know, I, I want to thank you for the work that you do and having this, sh- this podcast and putting this information out there. And for the listeners of the show, I just want to say that, you know, it's, it's because of you oh. that allows us to share this information. You have the thirst and we're we're doing our best to give you that water to quench the thirst or that, you know, that, that spiritual knowledge or that, that emotional healing to quench that thirst. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you for everything. Seriously. Like just keep doing what you're doing because it is amazing. And it's, I hear it in your voice. Like what, you're so passionate about what you do. And I, I can see you helping so many people, not just in America, but around the world with their diet, their mindset, and just be coming back to the, their true being and just living from that place of love and abundance. Yes. Thank you. Thank you as well. And, you know, I would definitely be interested in, in returning on the show at some point, you know, for a, maybe a specific topic or something. If, you know, if the, if, if listeners out there heard something that they really resonated with them and they would like to hear more, I would love to return or, you know. Before I forget, what, where can my listeners find you? <laughs> you can find me on my website. It's michaeltemez.com. That's michaeltemez.com. You can get my book there. You can sign up for my newsletter. I have uh, recipe ideas. I have some uh, giveaways sometimes. A lot of cool stuff there. Amazing. Thank you. Well, thank you for being on the show, and we'll definitely get you back on. Thank you so much, Gerds. It's been a pleasure. Bless you. Take care, my lovely. What an amazing interview with Michael. Guys, do check out his website. I just feel like he's like my long-lost like twin brother or like 
person that I've known for so many lives. And what he's talking about is just so powerful. And if any of you guys are suffering with any health problems, definitely have a word with Michael because I guarantee it, he can help you to transform or make that transition that you need. Unfortunately, it is the end of the show. Just before I head off, don't forget you can find me on Twitter at IamGerds, that's I-A-M-G-U-R-D-S. And you can find me on Facebook at Get Inspired with Gerds, where I bring you lots of inspirational, motivational quotes, videos, tips and advice about life. And also check out my Supercharger purpose course where we help you to live a life of passion and purpose. Now this week I want to leave you with this quote, the secret of change is to focus all of your energy not on fighting the old but on building the new. Take care guys and I'll speak to you soon. Bye! Join us each week to be inspired, informed and uplifted with some of the most inspirational and motivational guests from around the world. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay inspired.